early days of the American frontier, people relied on steam engines to transport them through wild landscapes to spectacular new places. In this current era, we have something that allows for an even greater adventure, the search engine. So make sure you grab your ticket, because we're going on a first-class ride across the web. Yo, 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 welcome to your favorite show, WGO. <laughs> you know what's going on? Healthy brain activity, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to us, BoobTube episode. We're going to start bringing that back. Start throwing it out here in the very beginning. It's a nice little piece of the intro, I think. A little workout for your brain, hopefully. There we go. There we go. We're so how are you feeling? How are you feeling right now? Um, a little scared, petrified, and afraid. Oh, I'm feeling feeling a little sick. Uh-oh. A little motion sick. Oh! The-, <laughs> <laughs> the dad jokes are on point within the first fucking 60 seconds, my guy. Exactly. We're on, we're on fire right now. Both. But that is the topic for this episode, mainly <laughs> stemming out of my constant feeling of motion sickness in random situations <laughs> it's so strange uh, another reason why we wanted to talk about this i have like never really gotten motion sickness I, I i swear to god i'm sure there's probably some instance where i have gotten motion sick but it's so infrequent that i couldn't even think of a specific time but you on the other hand would you give us just uh give us some examples scenarios where you would or have been motion sick <laughs> <laughs> uh a lot of times obviously like carnival rides or something that'll oh, yeah. get you but that gets a lot of people <laughs> another big one is watching somebody play video games That's i can usually play them myself pretty well but if someone starts spinning <laughs> the camera too much i'm gone that's absurd uh, i don't understand have you ever gotten it while you were the one playing I did on one shooter game on the Wii. I had to take breaks like every 40 minutes because I was about to throw up every time. It's so weird. I don't understand. That blows my mind. That's and then so I noticed if I'm dehydrated and I'm getting like hmm. a little hot, then sometimes I, I get it too. Okay. I think everything is just heightened. When you're dehydrated, you feel like absolute fucking garbage. At least hmm. I personally do. That's why I drink at least a gallon of water. If you don't do that, I would highly that's recommend starting. way too aggressive. That's, that's what's recommended is a gallon a day. I'm Who fairly recommends positive. that? I, I we have to do an episode on that because I don't believe it. You're watching too Let's much fitness influencers. Uh, maybe. I don't know. We're also like, what, 70% water? 75, 80, 90? So, that doesn't I, mean you need the 70% or yeah, whatever. You yeah, you do. Also, how did we know that? Uh, that's another question I had. For We'll do that on that episode that we're recording. But <laughs> how the fuck did we find out we're 70% water? What does that mean? I'm sure it's like an MRI or some sort of machine oh, like that. I guess, but what the fuck? It blows my balls. We're going to have to do – we'll do a water episode, H2O. You know what's going on. We're drinking it, guzzling, gallon a day. Is what it is, babe. So dehydration makes you a little more motion sick. Is there anything else? Car rides, right? When I was a kid, car rides would get me really bad. But for the most part, not really. The taking off and landing of an airplane usually gets me a little bit too. Really? And then if I throw in dehydration with that, then I'm like (laughs) on the edge of throwing up. (laughs) No way. That's I've I've had one where I I almost thought I was going to throw up, but I've had one airplane ride. Where I I felt like I was almost going to throw up. I found out fairly recently. Did you know there's a thing called airplane gut? 
or flight guide. Oh, or something you were telling like me about it, but I did not know about it before your experience. No. Yeah, so my I don't get motion sick per se, but what happens is I I get stomach cramps really bad sometimes, and I don't know why. Sometimes it happens. I think maybe when I eat more f- recent to a flight. And uh, something like going up in the higher altitude causes air molecules to expand, and it can put a lot of pressure onto your stomach. So the next time you fly, I want you to pay attention if you're like a little bit more gassy, because apparently that's super common. And then coming right back down to the other altitude, uh, you know, whenever you land, can kind of cause some stomach issues per se. And I, a couple of times ago, I've been on a, a couple of flights since then, and thankfully, has that happened multiple times for you, or just the one? I've had it twice now. I've had it twice, hmm. but the last time I was. Oh my god! I felt like death. I literally, I had a. It was so much pressure and so uncomfortable that I spent the second half of my flight literally just like rubbing my stomach because I, I. It, that was <laughs> I the only your sort of relief. Love that. Yeah, I mean, it was a late flight, so everyone was kind of like sleeping or watching something, and I'm over here trying to watch just Netflix while just fucking double handed my tummy, trying to like you know not vom bomb all over the place. I did go up and go to the bathroom a couple of times and expel a shit ton of gas, so that was super nice, but. Is nice. what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so so being gassy or, or flying is, is your weakness? Yeah. yeah. Ga- I'm a gaseous male in, in the air. What can I say? But uh, no, motion sickness, that doesn't get me. I'm A-OK on that. So what do you think causes it? Uh, I've heard that it's when your brain kind of notices that you're not really moving, yeah. but your vision is kind of moving. You're, you're seeing things seem like you should be moving. But yeah. you're not actually. And then your brain kind of freaks out and thinks you might be poisoned or something. So I think that's kind of the natural response is, is to vomit. That's pretty interesting. I like that. I, I know for specific dizziness, I'm pretty sure there is a piece of your ear that has some sort of water level that's inside of it. And so I know when you're spinning around a whole lot, like carnival rides or just, uh, I guess, a, a fun Tuesday evening at a park, uh, you can get pretty dizzy because that water level kind of like flops all over the place. And usually if it's pretty, pretty stagnant to be able to, you know, help you with equilibrium and balance. Mm. And if that gets kind of sloshed around, I'm pretty sure that's uh, another reason why you get super dizzy. Uh, so I need to strengthen up my ear water or something? That's why I got to get that gallon a day in there. That way, oh. <laughs> that way that is full. Yeah, you can't slosh. Yeah, you got it. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's why I actually don't even drink through my mouth anymore. I just pour it straight in my ear hole, and uh, oh. and I keep my head tilted to the side. That way it eventually goes down. So, you know. But you don't just, like, inject it straight through your eardrum? Oh, God. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go get some syringes right now. We'll start doing that. I'll let you know how it goes. And, okay. Uh, well, I'll probably induce myself, and then I'll start getting motion sick in everyday life. <laughs> then I'll be there on the opposite go. end. I'll See how it you. feels. I'm sure it'll feel great. But yeah, if you uh, if you get motion sick and you're listening on Spotify, there's this new thing that came out. Uh, go to the actual Spotify episode. We'll create a little uh, answer questionnaire thing. And if you get motion sickness, let us know. If you have any good stories, you can type it in there, and we'll we'll do a little recap episode. That'll be a good time. Uh, see, I'm gonna have to agree with you. I'm pretty sure motion sickness comes from. It's like a brain reaction to seeing a bunch of motion with your body not moving. And I wonder if it is paired up with that like ear water level. If it's like expecting signals from that that one piece of your ear and since it's not like moving and staying still, maybe that panics it and <laughs> time yeah, to vomit, I, I guess. My, 
my dad's had a couple episodes of I think it's called Vertigo or something like that. Yeah. And I think that is something to do with your inner ear. And basically that does just make you dizzy and motion sick even though mm. you're, you're just sitting in one place not doing anything. That's so strange. That blows my mind. I wonder if people just constantly live like that. Do you think like the super bad cases of vertigo you just constantly feel dizzy and off balance? I don't it, what's the symptoms of that? Just like feeling uneasy and like you can't I, really find your balance or I, I don't know. I think it's kind of like feeling <laughs> feeling nauseous and not really <laughs> on balance. I don't know. That's so weird. That's okay. kind of what I remember from it. It was a while ago. All right. We'll I have to look into that. Questions. All right. Motion sickness. Shall we dive in? I'm ready to vertigo. There you go. I'm about to dive in. By the way, we couldn't figure out who that was. Uh, we both were wrong. It was Trey Songs. I did some digging. Oh, of course. Back, back a couple episodes ago. Oh, I didn't even think about ways you could try to prevent or treat it. I mean, treat, I understand, but preventing. I hope it's the inject water in your ear. <laughs> no, I know there's medication you can take for that. Oh. I think it's called Dramamine. Oh, my God. Yeah, holy balls. We were going to talk about that as well, uh, uh, like getting seasick and stuff as well. Mm-hmm. I think I totally it's pretty much the same that. thing. Yeah, 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 I would assume. Yeah, it looks like I was kind of right about the role of the ears, uh, the network that we were talking about is called the vestibular system, and inside that system is three pairs of semicircular canals and two sacs. The sacs are called the saccule and the utricle, and basically the water that or the flu I don't even know if it's water. It just says fluid. Uh, the fluid that's inside of those canals kind of like shift around when you move or turn your head, and where the like levels of that fluid is kind of tells your brain like gravity pretty much so if you're like standing up or lying down and then your brain takes in all this data and usually compared to what you're doing it makes sense but then there's sometimes that your brain can confuse the signals and uh the result is just motion sickness is that why you can get lightheaded just from standing up sometimes if you've been yeah. laying down well, for a while i think yeah probably different? the immediate well there's multiple reasons why i'm pretty sure one that i've heard is that your iron count so if you don't eat that much red meat uh, the constant like motion, like standing up. I don't know why that's a thing. We could look into that as well. Uh, standing <laughs> up is kind of a lot for your body, and sometimes you get those. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. Those spots in your eyes when you stand up. I mean, up, sometimes I just like can't see when I stand up for a little bit. It's like, <laughs> what? <holy shit. laughs> what? Really? That's no, you so don't scary. have that? Uh, no, I don't think I I've swear ever. Just, like, I asked my out. doctor about this. And he said it was normal. I sw- really that gonna, was a long time ago. But I'm gonna Google why can't I see when I stand up? <laughs> Are we gonna diagnose me right now and find out that I'm just dying? Yeah, there's something wrong. Oh, interesting. So it says when you get out of bed or stand up, the blood vessels in your body need to clamp down rapidly to maintain blood pressure going to the brain. If you stand up too quickly, the blood pressure can drop so suddenly that it causes dizziness, lightheadedness, or fuzzy vision. Mm-hmm. I wonder. Well, I don't know why I heard the iron thing though. I wonder if maybe that helps the 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 clamping. Maybe it just uh, clamps faster, or if that's a rumor. So I need some faster clamps. Yeah, you got to work on that, that clamp game. You should just lay down and stand up repeatedly, really quickly, like 30 Those times a day. Those are my reps of yeah. exercises. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm clamping. <laughs> Goodness gracious. That's pretty interesting. So I'm looking at the, the examples we were talking about with dizziness. And on a flying plane, it was uh, an example because you're moving, but your eyes are telling your brain that you're moving, but you're not really appearing to go anywhere, which is another reason why you can get dizzy. Or 
on a long sea voyage, your body can get so used to kind of like shifting around that when you go back onto dry land, your brain is used to having that like momentum. So when you're on dry land, you feel like you're still moving. That would be a oh. weird sensation. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Is that is that what I have heard the term sea legs? And I know that I think that generally means that when you're on the boat, you're you know able to handle the wobble. Do you can you? Yeah. Is the sea legs mess you up on on land? Do you have to get land legs again? I think you know, so a for a little bit probably. Okay. And I'm sure it depends on how long you were actually on the water too. Yeah. Motion sickness is most common in children and pregnant women. Yeah, I, I was just gonna say that about one third of children ages two to twelve suffer from motion sickness actually. Wow. And that's why Dramamine actually developed a formula for kids. <laughs> we got to look into how that how that stops seasickness. Uh, that's very interesting. I want to know why you grow out of motion sickness, or some people do. Oh, I'm also seeing that women are more likely to get motion sickness than men are because of estrogen, mm. which uh, can can increase susceptibility to nausea, which is also why pregnancy can cause more motion sickness. Usually in the first trimester, there's a spike in in estrogen, so that can get you feeling motion sickness pretty easily, I guess. I'm trying to figure out how Dramamine works, and it's not really explaining anything. It's just like, oh, it reduces nausea and vomiting. <laughs> and you're like, all right, I understand how, what it does. Why does it do that? Oh, weird. This is also something, the chemical component inside of Dramamine, uh, if you take a large dose, can kind of give you this like almost subtle high. So a lot of people were taking a shit ton of Dramamine to make themselves feel like just a little out of this world. I'm so balanced right now. It feels <laughs> ungodly. Everything's in balance. <laughs> so shout out Rick and Morty. That's what they were doing. But no, it looks like, I feel okay, like that'd so- be good for a yoga session. <laughs> All right, everyone, take your Dramamine here. We're about to go into a, a nice hour-long hot yoga session. Oh, have you done the hot yoga yet from our Spice no, It I Up? still have You got to try it out. You got to try it I out. I know, I know. You got to take that Dramamine before, though. There That'll you go. I mean, it is warm in there. I might actually need it. There you go. You might. I don't want to <laughs> sweat everywhere and then throw up in the middle of it. <laughs> You'll be really dehydrated. You definitely got to drink some water before you do that, though. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so it looks like I finally found how it kind of works. It helps stop nausea by interfering with the chemical signals inside of the brain in between the synapses by suppressing the nerves in the brain and inner ear. So less of the chemical saying to get nauseous uh, passes through, so you feel obviously less nauseous. Who the fuck figured that out? People were just taking like random drugs and stuff, and they're like, all right, go get on that boat for an hour. Tell me how you feel. I mean, maybe. I'm sure someone who had bad nausea was like, I need to figure out a way to stop this. Oh, God. I can imagine just living in a, a, a constant fear of nausea. That sounds terrible. Something interesting here. A lot of people have more susceptibility to get motion sickness as the passenger of a vehicle instead of a driver, which is good because a, a motion yeah. sick driver would be pretty scary. Take the wheel. I'm vomiting. <laughs> oh, jeez. That'd be terrifying, honestly. Yeah. Have you ever had like a sneezing fit? while driving that is the scariest thing ever i haven't had it too bad i think i've only had it when i was on an open road not really near anybody but 
I can imagine the highway. dense traffic or something. Going like 80 miles an hour with someone close to you. And you're just like, and you're like trying to see it in between the sneezes. No fun. No fun. I'll tell you that much. So continuing on that, that, <laughs> that is because uh, the driver actually has a better anticipation of what your sensory experience will be because it knows, oh, I'm going to break right now or I'm going to turn a certain way. So your brain basically has a little, I don't know, a little preparation and gets to know what's going to happen instead of that disconnect between your experience and what you're actually seeing, which happens more as a passenger. Uh, yeah, I bet you there's someone out there that gets motion sickness bad enough that they probably can't drive, right? Oh, I bet, yeah. That would be that would be rough. Why why don't you drive? Oh, I get really sick. <laughs> well, they probably. I, I mean, if you, if you if it gets if you still got it as a driver, probably being a passenger is almost like a guaranteed no-no then, right? Unless you're just yeah. going to I mean, take you the probably vomit. wouldn't drive then. You just would choose not to because you'd want to vomit every time. I just what if you could even terrible. Like, bike? I can't even run. I just have to what? walk everywhere. <laughs> I get too motion sick. <laughs> If you're listening to this and you get motion sick like that, we're not making fun of you. I promise. No, but please, please let us know yeah. how you deal with that. Or write us in. Write us in. We'll talk about it. I'm feeling. It. I, I'm feeling. I'm seeing here some interesting stories behind how Dramamine actually got discovered. We've talked about John Hopkins before, haven't we? Yeah, it's a, a famous medical research. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. College. Well, I, I don't know if it was him per se but there is john hopkins researchers were exceptionally prepared minds and accidentally led to a momentous discovery the power of dramamine to prevent and cure seasickness they were working on this for preventing other that's kind of how all medicines i feel like uh, work. Yeah. They, were, they were using it to be able to try and work on something else because it's an antihistamine and so in 1947, there was a Baltimore wo- woman who broke out in hives and went to the John Hopkins Allergy Clinic to see if doctors could help her. Um, ironically, the trip required her to take the trolley, which she absolutely hated because every time she got on the trolley, she became nauseated when she rode around the streetcar or any sort of automobile. And she took the trolley, met with the allergist Leslie Gay, a 1917 graduate of John Hopkins Medical School. Who I actually was the one that founded the allergy clinic, which is pretty cool, in 1923. And Gay and his colleague Paul Carlinier were testing out the new antihistamine compound 1694, which was used for hay fever and other allergies. And when they gave her the pill, sent her home, and after a couple more visits, her hives eventually cleared up, and so did her motion sickness, which she mentioned on the way back to the allergy clinic saying that her trolley rides became more enjoyable and free of nausea. And they wrote that down and specifically found people who became nauseated by trolley rides or other automobiles and then started giving them compound 1694 and realized that that basically stopped nausea and that became Dramamine. Wow. I still what have it? never taken it. I, I no. need to try that sometime. I don't know why. For some reason, I thought it was a like a liquid. I didn't think it was a pill. Hmm. I, I kind of thought it was, too, but I have I no idea why. why I thought that. That did remind me, though, some bus rides can get me motion sick as well. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> I feel so sorry. I know. It's, it's not fun. <laughs> hey, JJ, you know what I just found out? What's that? That What's Going On has even more content coming for you. Ooh. We have a new subscription. 
And what do we get with that? Oh, my God. What don't you get with that? You guys are getting so many things. Number one, you get to choose and vote on a monthly Spice It Up episode that Patrick and I will be recording ourselves. You guys can watch that on YouTube. Afterwards, you guys are also getting ad-free episodes. And then you guys are also getting a monthly live episode where you guys get to be a part of the show with us. And if that wasn't enough, it's just 99 cents. Cheap old subscription. And you get to support your two favorite boys here on the web. Help us help you. To subscribe and receive all these great benefits, check the link below in the description. And thank you very much for subscribing. Did we answer as to why some get it and some don't? It's lo- I, I'm looking at it right now, and yeah. it's it's just the only explanation I keep seeing is that everyone's brain is wired a little bit differently, and some people are just better at processing motion uh, than other people. We're elite at processing motion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Some people are just better than others. What can I say? <laughs> it looks like it's also, it's usually runs in families. Oh, okay, okay. Which, which kind of makes think, sense, I guess. Yeah, you said your pops deals with something like this. Yeah, right now yeah. Again. I don't think, yeah, I don't think my dad or mom have ever had issues with it. Thanks, y'all. I appreciate it. <laughs> I actually really like this. So after, I'm just gonna continue my story a little bit for uh, the discussion of Dramamine or discovery, not discussion. After they, one of the one of the studies that they did to be able to prove that Dramamine helps with nausea is. There was a army excursion where they needed to go on a like 10-day sea voyage. And so they decided to do an experiment on the soldiers that were on the ship. And they basically divided up the soldiers into two groups. Like one group that would get Dramamine to prevent seasickness. And one to... <laughs> they waited until that group got seasick. And then they gave them a sugar pill placebo. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently the results were super impressive uh out of all 134 soldiers that were given dramamine not a single one got seasick and then after or the 123 men who got the placebo before the trip uh still uh, out of that 35 became seasick which i mean it makes sense i mean 35 out of 123 is not that bad but a lot of them you know probably aren't going to get seasick just due to you know genetics and other things like that Dang, and all but one who got seasick and then were given Dramamine uh, were recovered. Oh, wow. That sucks. Imagine the one guy who didn't feel better, and then everyone's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling great. And you're like, fuck off. <laughs> that's still very impressive, though. I know. That's a solid study. And then uh, on a return trip, instead of men, they had women, and it was pretty much identical results, actually. How exciting would that be, to be like discovering a new drug and then creating a study that you, you think you know what's going to happen, and then as soon as you like test it out, like your theory is basically just proven to it. be 100% yeah. correct? Like how That's got to be like top-tier feelings of the human experience. Like you yeah. got to feel so good about that. Shout-out to, shout to Leslie Gay and uh, uh, Paul Carliner. I don't know if I'm saying your names right. I don't even, you're probably, True heroes. You think, you're, you think they're alive? They'd be yeah. old. They'd be really – I don't know. 1917 graduate of John Hopkins? Oh, no, never mind. <laughs> they'd be very old. They'd be almost like oldest person alive. Well, and they'd be, yeah, they'd be graduates, too, at that time. Oh, so. Yeah, yeah. So definitely not, no. Sad times. Rest Shout out peace. to you guys, though. Yeah. R.I.P. Oh, Leslie Gay lived for quite a while until uh, 1949 at the age of 80, which I feel like was pretty old back then. I am seeing that it is possible to train your body not to get motion sick. 
And that's kind of what NASA and the Department of Defense do, is they basically put people in situations to get them nauseated enough that you kind of train yourself out of it. But I'd also imagine people who volunteer to do those types of jobs have probably a, a more natural resistance to it. So yeah, yeah. I'm not sure how how well that can be done with someone who has more serious effects. I'm looking but, at a... Oh, sorry. Continue. I was going to say, but maybe I, I need to just start spinning around all the time and I'll cure myself. There you just go. get one of I know. those chairs and spin around in it. <laughs> That I used to spin a shit ton as a child, honestly. Yeah, that you, was what, you built up an immunity. Yeah, I was just training, and I didn't even know. I was grinding <laughs> yeah, hard. You should be an astronaut. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Let's do it. I wonder what education you need to become an astronaut. Probably a you shit ton. Know. Yeah. There are some natural remedies as well. Yeah. If you like ginger, you could chew on some raw ginger for a little oh, while. Oh, yeah, I've heard that. And that's uh, that's been a remedy to fight nausea. I eat a decent amount of ginger, and it also acts as a... Blood thinner as well. Yeah, Talk I had to your a doctor. friend in the Navy. He said uh, ginger snap cookies work as well for that. Ooh, ooh. There's also those like ginger, like chewy candy type things too. Those are pretty oh, good. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I just would be careful with some of those because you never know if it actually has ginger in it or just yeah. artificial ginger flavoring. <laughs> Look into what you're eating. That's pretty important. Eating peppermint is also thought to calm the body. It doesn't say anything about nausea, but. Maybe relaxing, keeping that blood pressure low, something. Acupuncture and acupressure says that potentially stimulating a certain point below the wrist helps ease with nausea. We've talked about that. We should do an acupuncture episode as well. And a spice it up. That'd be an interesting spice it up. Oh, is below the wrist at your hand or on your arm? I would say arm for some reason. Yeah, I would say below the arm would be my assumption. We could look into it when we do our acupuncture Spice okay. up. Uh, are we gonna do it on each other? Just start oh, stabbing God. each other? No, with no, 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 no. <laughs> That'd be a, the ultimate spice it up, dude. Yeah, you guys tell me where to poke him next. <laughs> <laughs> what a live, what a live episode. Uh, I didn't even know this, but there's also other medication which makes sense to be able to uh, help fight nausea. One being Maldemar, Maldemar, I don't know how to say that. That really hurt me coming out uh and that's actually a little patch that you can put behind your ear and you apply it about oh. four hours before needed apparently a dose lasts for an entire three days so which drama mean you need to redose it up about every four to six hours so who knows maybe you patch it become invincible Ooh, i never get sick i got four patches on right now that's my secret that's why I don't get motion sick. Always got that patch on deck. What can I say? <laughs> All right. Anything else, my good friend? Uh, I'm looking up vertigo right now. Oh, I forgot about that. Vertigo. I was also just, I wanted to give you guys just a little bit more of a description. So I was curious as to the fluid that's inside your ear, how the hell that tells your brain where you're moving. And apparently inside your ear canal, there's tiny hair-like sensors that as the mo- the fluid like kind of like moves around inside of those canals, the uh, fluid hits that hair-like sensor, and that's what's telling your brain what position that your head is facing. Pretty crazy stuff. Isn't your body isn't your body just magical? I swear to God, I look yeah. I look at just more and more things, and it just blows my mind. I saw a video recently of like of like cells replicating and becoming uh, a fish, but they had it underneath a microscope. So you got to watch the actual like sped up process of like a fish being generated from two cells and it's a crazy process the the just any sort of body blows your mind 
How how many things have to be working in order for everything to you know fully function? It's absurd. What a world. Yeah. So vertigo. Ah, vertigo is basically the sensation of feeling off balance and having dizzy spells, and this is uh, caused by basically a number of different inner ear problems, which can be either calcium particles. Uh, dislodge and then collect in your inner ear and then your brain sends signals you know basically it 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 blocks some of the signals that it's normally sending so it just kind of makes you feel off balance and therefore feel the the nausea Uh, there's a couple other diseases and um, things that can happen as well such as a buildup of fluid and change in pressure in the ear can cause episodes of that And then um, some infections can also cause vertigo just because of inflaming in the inner ear. Infections are no fun. No, no, they aren't. I I had an ear infection before and it was terrible. But it it basically just causes uh, you to feel like you're either spinning or swaying, just kind of off balance or anything like that. And for the most part, it can just go away by itself. But sometimes you actually do have to have some sort of physical therapy to help with getting your body back in balance, which is pretty crazy, honestly. You said something that just reminded me of another thing. Uh, We could do it on a different episode. But you know when you drink a lot and you get the spins? Does alcohol affect your inner ear at all? I was wondering that same thing, honestly, because when you asked when I felt it, I wasn't sure if I should include that or not, because <laughs> I yes, feel like I, I definitely get that a lot more so than you, and I wonder if that is actually related, too. I don't know. Or do you think it's it, it, the alcohol affects your vision, and so it's kind of the same thing is like your vision's stunted, and so it's moving at a slightly different tempo than what your ear canals are registering and that's what causes the spins we're looking it up yeah we're gonna find out holy fuck we were right well kind of not really um so i was you you went from completely being right to not really at all (laughs) well well the the alcohol is what we were correct on affecting your eyes was what we were wrong on Mm -hmm. uh so i was looking up while you were explaining um that last piece about vertigo, what mm-hmm. the fluid was. Cause I thought it was weird that they just kept saying fluid. For some reason I was thinking it was solid H2O, but it's actually just this juice called endolymph and en- en- endolymph. That's my guess. Educated guess. Endolymph. <laughs> and that just means inner fluid, I guess. <laughs> uh, but what happens is when alcohol enters the bloodstream, it slowly diffuses into the endolymph, which is that shit that's inside of your ear, the fluid. And it makes it more dense so little blobs of jelly begin to float, and this stimulates Ooh. the vilth cranial nerve, which gives you the impression that the room is spinning around you. That's oh. insane. Wow. So I wonder if there's a way you can – if you take Dramamine before you drink, is that would that <laughs> diffuse the – option of getting yeah i don't trust taking medications and drinking though that usually doesn't end up would you google that real quick if you mix dramamine and alcohol what happens i'm reading a little bit more into this jelly shit yeah eventually after a handful of hours the alcohol begins to diffuse and leave the endolymph so the blob of jelly becomes less dense and uh oh god and since it's getting less dense, you get the impression of the room spinning in the opposite direction instead. I thought it was just going to go away. No, you get it the other way. So you could you could go to sleep with the room spinning one way and wake up with it spinning the other direction. 
which I feel like actually kind of makes sense. I remember a time I got the spins and I had to go lay down. I will say that when I woke up, I was definitely like hung over and I definitely felt that weird rotation to the other side. So you are not supposed to mix them. They basically both of them, alcohol and Dramamine can cause drowsy dizziness, which is weird because it's supposed to treat dizziness, but, and impaired (laughs) coordination. Uh, So combined, they can actually have a stronger effect and, there's actually a risk of having a Dramamine overdose, oh, wow. which can have side effects of hallucinations, difficulty oh. breathing, seizures, uh, irregular heartbeat, and coma. So, All right. So definitely do it. not do that. And hopefully don't drink to the point where you get the spins. Work on that. Drink water. Drink water with your with your alcoholic beverages, and you'll be golden. Have you ever felt any motion sickness on a roller coaster or even any of those rides where you just kind of spin around or no? No, I've never had that. Not oh, at all? my God. I do have a hilarious story, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, no, but I don't think I've ever – I mean, of course I've gotten dizzy, but I've never gotten, like, dizzy to the point of sickness. So you don't ever feel like you're going to throw up if you get dizzy? You just feel off balance? Yeah, for the most part. I've never Oh weird. Yeah, the only time I've ever gotten nauseous to the point I'm gonna throw up is either like it's mainly stomach issues for me. Like mm-hmm. if I have if my tummy hurts, I wanna vomit. Uh that's about that. I d I don't think I've ever gotten to the point where I've gotten dizzy enough that I have thrown up, honestly. Unless maybe with alcohol, then I get the spins. Which I yeah. I also rarely throw up when I drink as well. So the funny story that I have is going to bring us back all the way to WannaFest. <laughs> this is a story of, God, I don't know. I must have been 11 or 12 years old. And what WannaFest is, for those of you who don't come from Wanakee, Wisconsin, is a little festival that the town Patrick and I grew up in puts on. And then this tiny little carnival comes in, and they've got, I don't know, what would you say, like 12 to 15 rides max? Yeah. Something small. And one of those is made for children. And it's this like little monkey <laughs> monkey system where you there's four monkeys you get on, they're all attached to these bars and they kinda like spin in a slow circle. But you can get inside of your monkey and there's this table in the middle that you grab onto and if you all spin it in one direction, your monkey is going to rotate in that direction. So we had the brilliant idea. I was with a group of Patrick, were you there? No, I was. Not, I no. I didn't think so. I didn't. I've think heard so. about this story multiple times. Though. Yes, yes. I was with a buddy named Alex Page and a couple others that I do not remember. Shout out, Alex! If you listen to the podcast, we know you are. You're gonna love this story. And <laughs> we were about to get on, and everyone decided they're like, "Oh yeah, I'm so hungry. I need to eat right now." Alex Page, in particular, I believe, ate two hot dogs and drank like a Gatorade and a half, uh, which is a lot. Which is a lot for a, a young kiddo. And we get on to the monkey ride. And one of my favorite things to do, because I don't experience motion sickness probably, is I like to spin at the 100% maximum speed. Get as dizzy as possible. And that's what I live for. Right as the ride is about to start, the uh, carnival (laughs) worker comes up and he's like, hey, guys, there's no more room in all the other ones. And this little fellow wants to join you. And he shows probably a four-year-old child or five-year-old. Like, it's a young, young kid. And I told him specifically, I was like, I want you to know, we're going to try and see how fast this can go. Are you okay with that? And he was like, yeah, I love going fast. I was like, are you sure? Like, I triple-checked 
making sure he was satisfied. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, all right, we're doing it. So this kiddo jumps in the monkey with us and we go off and we're going, we're going, pulling as hard as we can. It's basically to the point that the, the, the force of us spinning around is kind of like throwing us back against the wall. And it gets to the point where I'm the only one that's able to still maintain and like hold on to the table. Everyone else is basically like pushed up against the wall. And some of the guys are like, we got to slow down. We got to slow down. I'm not feeling good. And I was like, no, 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 no. We got to keep going. We're all crying, laughing. Of course. And <laughs> Alex Page leans forward out of all places to throw up decides to throw up on the rotating table in front of us he vomits everything he just ate and since it's a rotating spinning table it's got enough force that it starts flinging vomit 360 degrees uh every person in there that also just ate a shit ton of hot dogs and gatorade just starts puking and for some reason, we all simultaneously decided just to start vomiting on the rotating table, not the ground, not in our lap. Nope, right on the table. So it flings over everybody. And like I said, I don't really get motion sick. But one thing that really makes me sick is the smell of vomit, which is something I'm curious about. We should do an episode on that as well, is why if mm-hmm. we smell vomit, we want to vomit. Uh, that it was uh, a very triggering thing for me as a kid. If I smelled vomit, I was almost guaranteed to vomit. And that's exactly what happened. So I puke. And th- now we have like four teenager vomits on a table spinning around. I look over at the child and the child is freaking out. There's vomit all over the place. He's damn near crying. I'm trying to comfort him while everyone is continually. All I hear is just gagging to the side. The ride stops. The kid runs out of the monkey, dude. He falls over on the ground. His parents are like, what the fuck? And my kid's covered in vomit. Uh, somehow, majority of the vomit fell on Alex Page's lap. I don't know how. Every time the big chunk of it fell off the table, it hit Alex. So he was covered head to toe. Everyone else had some on us. Uh, and they had to shut down the ride for the rest of the day. So Yeah, I was wondering us. if that happens a lot and they just have like a pressure washer that they go on. All I right, another know. one. Oh, God. What a story. I'll never forget that to this day. What a story. Good times. So if you, wanna, if you really want to test to see if you get motion sick, I highly recommend go to a small carnival and find that monkey spinning ride and, I think and go the- on it. The only time I've actually thrown up on a ride was also at WannaFest. Was there, that with me on the egg roll? No, no. There was one that basically it goes up and you're in like a ski lift chair and then it oh. spins around the whole Oh, I know what you're talking the whole about. ride and yeah. then it also spins the chair on itself, as yeah. well. <laughs> and me getting motion sickness thought this is a great ride for me to try out. I was pretty young. And I, I go over to my dad. I'm like, oh, can I please try this ride? And he's like, are you sure? Because he knew even like driving around in the car sometimes I got motion sickness. Oh, he's God. like, are you sure? And then it's like, yeah, yeah, I really want to do it. I, I can handle it. Fuck yeah. And so I, I, I go on there. I'm sitting there next to three random people. Uh, they're, that are all like <laughs> grown adults and I'm like maybe like a eight year old kid. You are the little kid. <laughs> yeah. I am that little kid. And we go up and then we start spinning it and instantly I was just like, oh no, this was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and so then I'm just kind of sitting there just using all my force to just try not to vomit, like closing my eyes. That didn't help. Opening my eyes. Nothing <sighs> helped. Staring at a point. 
And so I just lean over the side. Thankfully, I was on the side and not in the middle and just vomit everywhere. And it just kind of like goes in like a little like spinning arcing shape. And the people next to me were like, what the heck's going on? <laughs> That's like the polar opposite of my story. No. Everyone but the kid and you were just the kid. It didn't get on to anybody, thankfully. But yeah. yeah, that was the last time I rode that ride for sure. That's awesome. Do you uh, you go on roller coasters now, though? Are you yeah, uh, not as I, affected? No, I have to take breaks between them. Like, mm. And that's what helps with a lot of them is there's usually long lines. But okay. with the fast passes we had, there were a couple of times where I was kind of getting a little <laughs> motion sick. And so I was just kind of like, oh, maybe we should go to another one or do yeah. something else and just wait for a little bit. <laughs> because back to back to back, that's when it kind of gets me more. Guess, like I'll, yeah. I'll kind of feel it a little bit, but it's not to the point where – where I can tell that I'm, I might throw up. It's like, yeah. oh, I'm uncomfortable, and like, it just doesn't feel that good. But I gotcha, and it does affect children more. So maybe you're just outgrowing it a little bit as well. So, yeah, yeah. Woo! All right, y'all. You got some fun little stories. Like I said before, if you guys have any fun stories as well about motion sickness, write us in, email us in. We'll post a little reaction video for you. Also, check this out on YouTube. That way, you can see us laughing, giggling beside you. That's been what's going on. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I hope you have a lovely day. Are we done yet? Oh, <laughs> we are. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening to What's Going On. If you have any questions that you want partially answered, please write them in to what's going on the pod at gmail.com. No spaces, no apostrophes, no excuses. One more time, that's what's going on the pod at gmail.com, and we hope to hear from you soon. Write and subscribe on any player of choice. Thank you.